Hey folks, on this uh, nice Oscar Sunday, I'm releasing a nice little episode where I am talking to my friend and fellow film critic, Roxana Haddadi, uh, known colloquially as Rocky. Um, we basically talk about the stuff we liked in 2016. I recorded this, I think, after the Golden Globes. Thing before the actual nominations for the Oscars came out, and we talked about you know the Manchester's by the Sea, La La Land, Moonlight, um, Hidden Figures, you know, Fences, you know, all the stuff that's going up and winning awards. Casey Affleck, some of his issues, uh, you know, different things about La La Land, you know, the the backlash to after getting so much overpraise. You know, a little bit of everything. We talk about a little TV. We talk about Young Pope, how I think it's trash. Um, plus many other things about television we, we just love. In 2016, and some of our ideas about criticism and, and the state of things right now in, in that, that realm. Um, I book in that discussion with uh, my review, or I should say my thoughts on Jordan Peele's new film, Get Out. And at the end, uh, I share my thoughts about the new James Manigold film starring Hugh Jackman, Logan, the last Wolverine movie, so they say. And that's it. You know, you can follow Rocky online at Roxana Haddadi. Um, all the links will be in the show notes. She also has a website where she posts reviews, RoxanaHaddadi.com. All this will be in the show notes. If you need the correct spelling and such, uh, please take a look at that. I'm Julian Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E. The show's email is ignorantblisspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, this is going to be on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, all the likes. Please share if you can. I uh, hope you enjoy. I hope you watch the Oscars. Or if you don't care about the Oscars, don't watch it. You know, go. Go watch something else. Go have fun. Go listen to that Remy, Remy Ma song. Destroy Nicki Minaj. Go Sheether. I don't know. Just enjoy your day. Enjoy your week or whenever you watch this. And I'll see you next episode. Yeah, I haven't done this in a while. Like, just sat down and uh, talked about something. Um, so, Get Out. I remember when this movie was first announced. 
and that trailer dropped about um, basically a horror movie for black people. Um, I remember hearing interviews, Jordan Peele talking about talking about this concept and, and this idea, and I was really excited. Like, yo, that that that'll be bananas. Like, that has to happen. You know, because you watch horror movies a lot of the time. We black people die first, or to like flip the genre, they're the only survivors. Like you know, like um, LL Cool J, and uh, that damn shark movie, or Ice Cube Anaconda, or other things. Where so even sometimes where you see the black person might survive all the way up to like the last moment, then they die on some bullshit. I.e. the first in that genre. This is Night of Living Dead. But that was part of the point. You know. For anybody who hasn't seen Night of Living Dead. I'm sorry I just spoiled it. But that movie's like 50 years old. Be Like if you watch Walking Dead or play Resident Evil or something. Like you ain't seen that. You, you kind of culturally failed yourself. You know what I'm saying. You got to read the beginning of the book sometimes. When you start to get to the end of it. But um. Get Out is by is a film by Jordan Peele, most known, uh, well, he's most known by being part with his partner, Keegan Michael Key and Keen Peele that was on Comedy Central, and they made that funny movie that people be faking on, which is Keanu about the kitten that they named after Keanu Reeves. Um, much like a, a lot of their comedy that he worked on with. with with key um get out also deals with race especially in the matters of the interactions and relationships between black people and white people in America um but instead of being funny it is very much um Taking some of the things that a lot of black people deal with on a day-to-day basis, especially the times you deal with the the certain facts of being sometimes the only black person in white spaces, and starting at that level of the awkwardness or the little things that just feel off. And slowly turning up the volume on it until it's something actually legitimately frightening and danger to your life. Um, the story is about a young man named Chris Washington. He's a photographer um, played by Daniel, I'm going to butcher his name, Kaluya. And he and his girlfriend... Rose Armitage are going to visit her parents' house uh, for the weekend. This is the first time that he's meeting her parents. She's decided not to tell them that he is black. He says, I don't know if that's really smart. She tells him not to worry. Her parents are super duper liberal, progressive. They love black people, blah, 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 blah. Um, so they go to where her parents are, which they don't really tell you. Um, but it's not a movie where they're going down south. 
is a movie where it takes place, you know, in the North. Much like he said, this is about, like, the liberal progressive elite. As uh, Jordan Peele's been saying in interviews in the racism of the North versus the mostly characterized and vilified and known openness of the racist nature of white people in the South. So they go there. Uh, Her dad is really super duper like gung-ho. Then there's her mother. And basically, like, I'm not going to sit down and spoil this movie for you. You got to watch it. There's some twists. There's some turns. There's little moments where, like, he's the only black guy at a party. Some of the stuff that, like, the people say to him about, like, you know, how, you know, black is the new thing. Uh, talk about, like, his, his skin. They feel him up, like, his strength and... It's crazy. It's crazy how it's all put in there. Those little things they say in there. It's it's hard to explain, but when you see it, you know exactly what it is. Um, I don't enjoy horror movies. I kind of I kind of find them not good for me because I either laugh at them. Or, like, sometimes things could be, like, legitimate creepy, and I'm like, I can't watch it. Like, there's certain things, like, I don't watch. Like, I've never seen 20 Days Later. Because I'm like, yo, rabid people feels too believable. I'm not fucking with it. Um, but then, like, there's a whole bunch of other horror movies I've seen. And I'm, like, the worst person in the movie theater and the screening because I'm dying laughing. People mad at me. But I really felt I had to see this. Uh... He Jordan Peele really has a great command of the filmmaking stylistic ticks of the genre of camera placement, movement, uh, composition of the frame, musical cues, sound cues, along with the, the smart nature of his script to have those little moments where like you see Chris is getting those vibes like like did you just really say that to me and not jokingly but along with the nature of like yo what's that thing over there what's with that door was that person right there behind him it's also, you know, amplified with, well, I wouldn't say amplified, but he also has his good, his good friend, played by Little Rel. Um, he's, in the, he's in the Carmichael show. He plays uh, Carmichael's brother. Uh, in this movie, he plays Rod. He's a member of the TSA. And he's basically like the conscious, like, yo, don't go to this place where all these white people is at. You're the only black person. That shit ain't safe. Because <laughs> essentially his whole his whole point in the movie, and he, he's a lot more. But like that, he's he's Jiminy Cricket for Chris going on this like this journey, and he's like I had to tell him like, man, yo, what are you doing? Uh, 
it's not much more that I can say other than this movie is really fantastic. It's deserving of its current uh, high Rotten Tomato score. That will probably go down a little bit by the time it comes out and more people see it. Um, but, man, it's a, it's a strong movie. It's only 103 minutes. It's not too long. It's not too short. It's really cathartic. It has great payoff. Uh, the acting in it, like this Daniel Kaluuya, I've never really seen him before, but he's really, really excellent at playing the subtleties. Allison Williams as Rose Armitage is kind of almost playing into her image of being like the perfect Northeastern uh, like white girl. Like she's like she's like dialing all into like that character that you kind of get from her basically from girls on her and her look. It just it just fits. It's also really interesting because Daniel's like really dark skinned and she's like really really like not super pale white but like white brown hair blue eyes like it's it's an interesting dynamic and you have you know Bradley Whitford and Catherine Keener as the parents. And, you know, you've seen Bradley Whitford movies before. He seems like a kind of a cool guy. And it just adds to the whole thing. When things start to shift, it's like, bruh, bruh, this ain't safe. Um, Caleb Longer Jones plays Rose's brother, who's a little bit kind of like, he's the only one that kind of comes off as like blatantly like, I don't, I kind of don't like black people and I don't like black people with my sister it's like challenging him to fight and stuff that that type of thing and it comes off well he did a great job kind of end up hating him and wanting him to get like get his head cut off or something but overall this I think this is a movie that should be seen I think we're starting off the year pretty good you know with black films you know coming off a very strong 2016 Hey, I can if I give it a score, I'm giving at least a four and a half. I, you know, I ain't really about giving nobody perfects. You know, I was getting ready to get a perfect. You know, uh, yeah. You know, there's a couple. There's only like really one thing that I don't th- think I liked, but it's really pat. It's really really picky. I don't know if I can really play it out. I might have to see it again because it might actually, might actually, you know, might not be a problem. It's just something that's just like, it's weird watching it. Like, why is that happening? But, again, overall, it's, it's a knockout of the park. It's definitely worth seeing. Maybe worth only seeing multiple times. So, kudos to Jordan Peele and all his cast and crew. And definitely go check this joint out while it's out. Support this joint. Really? All about that paper boy. Got a team to serve a paper. Cali to Decatur. Stack it. Paper boy. Paper boy. All about that paper boy. Yeah. I keep a team. Uh. Yeah. Paper boy. Paper boy. Always about that paper boy. If you ain't on your grind, then you flexing. Use a hater boy. Paper boy. Paper boy. Always getting paper boy. If you ain't making money, then you ain't a money maker. 
paper clip, paper clip. Yeah, I need a paper clip. I'm stacking up this paper, man, and I can make that paper flip, that paper flip, paper flip. Watch me make this paper flip and head to Magic City, and I bet that paper make a strip. Paper man, paper man. Glad we got the day off. I was not ready to go to work. <laughs> No, I, you know, I just, sometimes I can't. <laughs> you need all your sometimes, mental rest for uh, Trump's yeah, America that starts in four days. Oh my god, I can't, I, I still, Adam and I talk about this, like, we can't even believe that it's happening, but <laughs> at the same time, it's just so, it's so insane. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what's going to happen, but it's completely bizarre, and I, I hate thinking about it. But yeah, yeah, it's a good time. What about you? How was your weekend? So, Young Pope, not feeling it, huh? Yo, Young Pope is like because you were excited, weren't you? I feel like you were excited. Young Pope, like right. I want like excessive right. balling. Like if I was right. like a Young Pope, and like I'm picking like Jew Law, I'm talking like diamond encrusted, like crucifixes, like right. I'm a sister. I'm a sister making like Jared Leto's Joker. There's not Joker, right. but the Pope. But see, I thought that that's what commercials were hyping it up to be, like opulent, excessive. So what is it? Right now, it's just like, it's a lot of bull. It's like, it's trying to be like, with the political intrigue of like, the papal structures. Mm, okay. Like this interesting dynamic with like, Jude Law's Pope character and uh, um, Keaton... Her her character might mm-hmm. be like his mom or something, and then like there's like this older oh that's guy. weird okay yeah like like it, it, I don't know like they like I don't like he like there's a flashback when he calls her mom she's like don't call me that call me sister Mary or some shit like hmm. you don't really like it's weird it's like ambiguous but it's like it's trying to be deep like you can actually fit all the plot in like half an hour but there's, like, <laughs> all this like extra like. Uh, I'm, I'm this <laughs> Italian filmmaker, and I got all this money. Right. And I want to make stuff. Like I'm making shit difficult to be difficult because I'm fucking right. European. Like that don't mean you fucking good at making movies. Like, man, right. fuck out of here. It, <laughs> it definitely like it looked pretentious, which was fine. Like I can generally love some pretentious stuff, but I need like a payoff. So, do you think how many episodes is it? Like six, ten? I don't know, but I know it's like two nights. So it's like tonight is the second hour. I might watch that if it doesn't. Okay. If it don't wrap me up at the end of this hour tonight, I'm like, this shit is garbage. Because I th- I thought that I read that it already got renewed for a second season, which surprised me because I thought like, why does it need two seasons? Like that means it's not right. a miniseries; it's a show. Like, right. why are you telling me why it's a miniseries? Like, come on, like, right? Is it that yeah. good? Like you that scared? You ain't having Game of Thrones? That you right. you just like ah, yeah, Jew Law, like right. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, come, well, come and on. it's it's also kind of the thing where it's like HBO clearly is like super desperate for another Game of Thrones, and so they have Westworld, which is fine. Did you end up watching that yet or no? No, sir, I haven't watched it, but it seems like they got this. Like the way people are jerking off Westworld is like you good, like yeah, you replaced. Yeah. People are happy. Right. There's robots. Right. So many robots. So why do you need Young Pope? I don't know. I mean, I also feel like, do you feel like they're trying to get that, like, um, you know, like, the crown just won a bunch of crap. Like, they have all these, like, prestige, like, there's Victoria. Like, I wonder if they just wanted to get into that prestige drama 
atmosphere because it seems like that is what ends up winning awards. Like, I think this was the first year in, like, 25 years that HBO went to the Golden Globes and didn't win any awards, even though they were leading all the nominations. So I wonder if that was part of their plan to try to, you know? But it's weird because they still win all the most Emmys. Yeah, they do. It's like... You you still like to me when people say like oh man they're not the same it's like but they still get all the critical awards and like like it yeah. costs fifteen dollars a month to have HBO it's not like they're losing money like no but think of what Don Draper says like what do you want after you get happiness you want more happiness, more happiness. so I can you know so I, I can feel them being like look we got this on lock let's expand because well because leftovers ends right girls is ending as it should yeah. So they, they have a lot insecure. of things that are ending. I feel like insecure. They do. They girls. do have insecure. It like you, they, they do have insecure. They like you good. You got the the batons being passed. Like nobody right. really liked the leftovers, so you ain't need nothing to no batons. See, I felt I felt like people. I felt like, well, this is you know, and this is always our difference. I feel like critics liked the leftovers. I didn't think that I knew anybody that watched it, and then I found out that my entire office watches it, and I was like, oh, okay. So real, real talk, I know a lot. I know I know a lot of white people that watch leftovers. And I'm like, yeah, really, yeah, really, yeah. And like I, yeah, I've given episodes. I'm like, it has a great intro. I was like, nah, fam. Like, nah. Like it's good. They get, they get the end. That's the only thing. Like they get to end the show with the story and good for them. But like I'm like, I think I think HBO is worried about certain things. Like Amazon is becoming this presence. Mm-hmm. Like. For like, sure, because they're like Amazon and Netflix both. I mean, they're both getting in there. Yeah, but I, I think Netflix. They, I think everybody kind of plans for Netflix. Is like House of Cards. You got ready, but like all yeah. of a sudden, like yo, Amazon got joints and like Bezos go to the awards. Like the head of the yeah of the like he's not even in show business. He's head of Amazon. Like yeah, I'm just gonna flex. Like I'm just right. I'm at the Golden Globes. Right. I'm at the Emmys. I'm at the Oscars. Like fam, like right. you even yeah. have to. How do you have time for this? Like, um, also, don't forget that he owns the Washington Post. Just bought a new house in D.C. You know, Big like, he owns house. the Washington Post. Like, I know that the Washington Post, like, just added, like, 30 jobs to their um, video team. Yeah, it's, like, 50 like, jobs overall or something, right? Like, it's Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely, I feel like they're really trying to go for that, like, BuzzFeed demo um, of making, like, short videos, having, like, a constantly rotating video library. Yeah, they're definitely going for it. But, uh, but yeah, alright, so long story short, I might check out Young Pope, but I guess I won't have my hopes up to him. You can watch watch it after you rewatch some stuff. I know know you, you get to the full mode of, like, yo, I missed this show, watch all of it. I know, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm like, how do you have time to rewatch shows if people like, but Julie, what about this new show? Like, I got that. Like, I'm watching new shows like every week. Like, oh, I know. More new. You're totally on it. Whereas, like, this morning I was re- I was watching some garbage, like, Law & Order SVU episode where, like, the serial killer had, like, long... This is, this is a story for Trump's America. The serial killer had, like, long long time syphilis and his insurance company wouldn't pay for it because it was like a pre-existing condition so then it like rotted away his brain and he became a serial killer and I was like oh this serial killer was a character on the Americans I should just rewatch all of the Americans oh my god <laughs> yet I haven't started one frame of the Americans yeah I think X is a channel uh, right now only watch for Atlanta <laughs> yeah no I know but so you never watched the shield right and you didn't see justified you gotta 
Like that's yeah, you cool. gotta get in on that. But you gotta get in on that. They make new shows. Like I haven't seen any show on Amazon. Like if you make so many good shows and so many movies, yeah. like yo, yeah. some channels gonna take the L. It's sorry, right, Amazon, you ship me my stuff. That's what I need you for. And FX, I'm yeah. like, now you you give me my my thirty minutes of rap TV show. Like I'm happy. Right. Like I, I'll, I'll right. only need you for this. Right. The other thing that's crazy, too, about, like, Amazon, it's just, there's so many shows, like, okay, like, Mozart in the Jungle or whatever, like, I love Gael Garcia Bernal, but I will never in my life watch that show. Yo, I'm gonna watch it just because he's in it, and it won awards, I'm like, I gotta watch you one day. Like, yeah, I, I, I like, just need like, to get uh, sick or something, where, like, I can't go nowhere, and then I'm just gonna watch, yeah. like, mad shows. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta know, get that sick time. I don't wanna mm-hmm. actually be sick. That, that no. Be bad. That would be bad. But yeah, like, can I think of this dream scenario where I have, like, a m- month off work? <laughs> like, if my job was to watch, watch TV, I would be, I would be the man for, like, two years, because then I would get sick of TV, yeah. but whoever's yeah. job is, like, you get paid to just talk about TV, you some, yeah, that's a, that's a lucky people. Yeah, I mean, those people, like, the people that I follow on Twitter that are, like, the New York Times people, and even, like, our friend Jen Chaney, I'm just like, can I get in on that? Like, can I? Can that be my career? <laughs> yeah, you deserve to get paid for your uh, Game of Thrones recaps. Yeah, yeah. you read the books. Yeah, read man. Books. I know. It's so crazy. When is that coming back? Like summer? summer. Okay. Because I thought it was, yeah, because it's normally spring. Room. Yeah. It's normally spring, and they're, like, pushing it back, I think, right? It's only seven episodes. Yeah, because it's only seven. They're doing that Mad, man, mad Men split the yeah. season into two. Yeah, I've just accepted that we're never getetting we're never getting the next book. <laughs> George R. R. Martin is like, I'm not doing it. Not like, I think he's it. writing it, but like at this point, like I feel sorry for the book readers, but like for show people, it's just like, well, I ain't really rock with you anyway. Like the dudes are still making the show; they they got right. the notes, right? Yeah, so like they have the bare. I imagine that they have like the overall like end game things because they can't. You know, there are some things that don't make sense to me that they did, but it's like, who knows? Like, they probably have the end until they know what characters are expendable. But it's like the Martells. It's like, George R.R. Martin spent, like, two books, like, giving us all of the Martells, and then the show was, what, like, five minutes, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, because, like, one day it was, like, straight up, like... It's almost like, yeah, we know they really, like, they may spend a lot of time on the books, but we know in the show they don't matter much, so we gonna debt them. (laughs) I also think that the show spent so much time, you know, like, the books, as we've talked about, like, the books pivot, like, they pivot away from the Starks and the Lannisters to, like, the slave cities where Danny is and, like, Dorne and the Martells, and I feel like the show built up so much time with the Starks, and viewers were so used to that being, like, the primary opponents, like, the Starks and the Lannisters, that they just didn't want to invest the time in the other characters. You know, because I've, ne- I've never met a show viewer, I haven't met a show viewer who's like, my favorite people are the Martell. Like, it's just, you know, you're either a Stark person or a Lannister person, I feel like. Well, like, the problem is is they only made one Martell, like, dope. Like, they yes, because they like, got rid of the cool ones. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was like, yo, he freaking, yo, Puss and Boots was like the hardest dude in the show. And yeah, he, he was him. great. And yeah. it's like, oh, come on, now, like, and like the girls, like you was people who read the books explaining to me like how badass the sad snakes was, and then you see him in the show yeah. like, oh my god, it's it's like 
to use a movie reference. It's me telling you, like, yo, Ronan the Accuser is, like, one of the hardest dudes in the Marvel Universe. He's a beast. Yeah. He's a G. And yeah. he gets, then you see the yeah. movie, and he gets killed with the Care Bear stare. And you're like, yeah, right. shit. I'm like, right. ah, right. that was my man's. Right. right. Yeah. No, I know. I totally agree. It's like, these annoying teenage bitches. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I, will al- I will never get over, I will never forgive the show for that terrible line. What was it? It was like, you want a bad pussy? It was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> whack. It was whack. It was so bad. I was like, this is, these are the end times that this is acceptable dialogue on an HBO multi-million dollar TV production. The only good no, part was of that bad. was my man was in it, in the jail cell, being awesome. Uh, Bron, yeah. Bron, like, I, I'll please let, let, him, let him survive the entire show. Please. Yeah, that was great casting on their part. He is hilarious. Like, just spin him but, off. Spin him yeah, off right? with, like, drinking right? Tyrion. Like, just drink more adventures <laughs> with, like, with, with, uh, Brienne's, like, squire. Just, just have the team Pod. wrap up. Just, all of them, they just go out into the lands and get, and just get turned up. Right. There's some right. fighting. That's why you have, <laughs> Julian, that's why you have fan fiction. That's why. <laughs> that's why you have fan fiction. After the, after the War of the Dragons, they defeat the freaking, my army. The, the Night right. King's army, they just right. go out and they just party like pod. Right, they just hang out. And, right. Uh, yeah, like right. he amazes them, and then Bron gets us some fighting. Their schemes to get more money and marry like rich women, and yeah. that's, it. that's it. That's all. This is that's a fantastic show. Are you gonna write down this idea, send it to HBO, be like, look, guys, I got some thoughts on what you could do to make this better. Knowing my history, somebody's going to hear it next week, and like three years from now, that'll be the show. And I'll be like, God damn it. Yep, exactly. I don't get a producer Ex- credit. <laughs> yeah, for real. Can you get that Mark Wahlberg producer credit on like everything? Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. It is insane. I just feel like he's just he just gets HBO checks in the mail, and he doesn't even know what they're for, and he just cashes them. Wait, did you, you know? see Patriot's Day? Did you have the right for Patriot's Day? No, thank, I, I refused to see that movie. Oh, I, I, no. I really liked it. <laughs> Can you get... I need to hang up. I'm sorry. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Okay? I'm, I'm leaving. all the right notes, right? No, God. Too soon, man. It's only been like three years. Why do we need that movie? And why do we need Mark Wahlberg being the, like, hero civilian cop that doesn't exist? I, you know, I just... I'm not interested, but whatever. So wait, whatever. No. So why did you like it? Did you like the performances, or did you like what did yeah, you like about it? It was it was good. It was just like it was a nice little thriller. It had J.K. Simmons being like a badass sheriff or some shit. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like it had everything that you would like. If it wasn't put it like this, if this didn't really happen, it'd be even way better. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, oh man, like this is a terrible idea, but like, oh man, cops are awesome. Now, in the yeah, real world, do you feel like we need that messaging in America right now, though? In the real world, I am completely conflicted. But in terms of making right. a movie, right? Yo, know, Peter Berg and Marky Mark did a good job. Oh God, <laughs> John Goodman. How can you not like John Goodman? It's John Goodman being just. I you know I guess, but you know that I hated the trailer from the beginning when they, like, when the FBI agent or whoever she is tells the Muslim girl that she doesn't have any rights. I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not, I don't care about this movie. It's really True, sucks. but it's, 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 it's correct. And that was a funny thing. It was like, <laughs> there was a black woman, and then, like, Supergirl is playing, like, 
the wife yeah. of the guy. I was like, oh shit, that's Supergirl. Because I saw yeah. John. I was like, damn, that's Supergirl. He was like, that is Supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, at that point in the movie, like, you feel like, yeah, this, this white chick acting like she's Muslim. Like, she don't, she, no. Like, no, you don't. What? You like, oh my God. Oh she's flexing. She's like, you can't do this. And you're like, bitch, bitch, please. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, okay, they, they pull they pull the racial strings right there. It's just like this white woman telling this black woman like what she can and can't do. Like, oh, that, right, eat a dick. <laughs> you, get, right. you just get mad. Like, oh, like fuck you. Don't hurt yeah. jail forever. See, <laughs> yeah, but that's like that's always how we're gonna come from it differently because you're gonna come from it from like a racial place, and I'm gonna come from like a shouldn't Muslims have rights? <laughs> well, my my <laughs> thing in the movie is manipulating you, so it's like yeah, yeah. it makes you not feel for her. Yeah. And the characters of the bombers, they're not human beings. They're just... Of course not. They're, they're no, characters. they're terrible. Yeah, they're characters. Right. It's like, okay. But, right. again, they did a good job of making a movie. Yeah. I'm not going right. to be persuaded and change my beliefs and ideas about what happened, but in terms of making yeah. a movie, yeah. they did a good job. It's better than the usual I January guess just thing. What, but I guess, I guess just what I... I just feel like that's all he does now. Like, that's all Peter Berg does now. Yes. Right? Because he did that. He did... Did he do Deepwater Horizon? Yes. Yeah, he did. Like, him and Marky right? Mark sat together and just made movies of right. real-life people. Right. Like, but then 13 Hours Michael was Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. pure propaganda. But it's, the same, that's pure but it's the same kind of thing to me. Like, I just feel like I just don't understand why we need movies of these things when A they existed in real life. B, there's tons of information about it. Like, I guess what's frustrating is I feel like those things are surrounded by misinformation anyway, and a movie is like a twisting of the facts. It has to be because it has to fit the narrative of the film. So I just feel like those are already things that are like surrounded by controversy and idiot deniers, and I don't feel like we need a movie version to further complicate things, I guess. I don't know. It's Trump's America. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I agree. I think that they should have. There should be long periods of time before we do these things. Yeah. Like, like I think just because you need like you need hindsight and you need to like get away from it a little bit. I feel like to really understand what happened. Like this was this was really just like three years ago, yeah, and like, so like it's OJ. just crazy to me. Like OJ. Yeah, like twenty years. Twenty years. <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> and I feel like everything that came out of that was done like super well. Yes. You know. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Did you watch Night Manager, by the way? I tried. I'm gonna okay, go back and, and you weren't it. feeling it? I was like, okay. mm, it's a bit British. That's why when I saw, like, when like when the Golden Globes, it was like, best actor, who you lure in, best yeah. actor. I was like, over OJ, bruh? Over OJ. Yeah. Over OJ. Yeah. You wildin'. Yeah. Y'all foreign. We don't believe you. Y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all bugging. Right. I feel like that definitely showed the fact that it's the foreign press association like they don't care yeah, about OJ like, like we don't care yeah. about OJ yeah 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 and it's like yeah, yeah. But he, uh, that ooh that ooh that that was the one those are the two things that made me mad about the Golden Globes cause it could've been like more super black excellence cause we could've like mm-hmm. Courtney B. Vance and um Sterling mm-hmm. K. Brown or whatever it's like look at all mm-hmm. these black people with all these awards but then they messed it up they gave it to two like British dudes even though yeah. Hugh Laurie went in on him for like his three Hugh Laurie went in. Hugh Laurie went in. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things too where it's like I remember thinking like Hugh Laurie, okay, Hugh Laurie makes sense to me because I love Hugh Laurie. But I also read that Hugh Laurie was only the night manager for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so it was 
just, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, in the same way that the crown swept everything, I think it just showed the fact that they're a heavily British voting base. The Emmys gave it some awards too, though. I expected it. It had, it was, it was too British. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, like, well, to me, because people are playing Game of Thrones, it's like, Game of Thrones hella British, too, so at a certain point, I was like... Yeah, it they, is. They picked yeah. one that's, like, it's historical-based fiction. Like... Yeah. It's, it was hard to be historical fiction last year, because you had The Crown, you had OJ, you had all these things, is like, stuff that happened and was done well. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Like, even though Game of Thrones was hot like fire, like, I saw, like, half an hour, to, like, I saw a Charlie Rose interview, and I saw, like, half an hour of The Crown, I'm like, oh, this shit about to win... Like all types of things, I'm like Matt yeah. Smith is now out of the Doctor Who thing because it's like, oh yeah, you're Prince Philip now, fam. That's it. You're yeah. You're respected yeah. now. Like it's not a game yeah. no more. I'll, yeah. Like, That's the thing, and I think that there have been a lot of things written about this. It's just that idea of like historical fiction is so much more prestigious than anything else. I mean, just to take it full circle, like look at the Young Pope. Like the Young Pope is like super masturbatory because you have the license within historical fiction as a genre. To yeah. do that, so yeah, so I'm not surprised. And but also, I think the world is so cra- like we don't teach people history, so no, <laughs> it's we don't. Crazy that we're people are like people are legit learning things about OJ trial or yeah. like the crown. When I explain to people like what the crown is about, they're like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, like this this happened, like yeah, like she yeah. became queen, yeah, like." Uh, Winston Churchill, like, we had a, like he had to give her game because he was doing this. But like all this, this ain't craziness. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, but, but like, think about something like, yeah, it's like think about something even like the King's Speech. It's like there's so many things about history. I mean, when I think about learning about history in school, it's like you didn't learn about any of this shit. And like, <laughs> it's only gotten worse since when we were kids. Like, yeah. I have no idea what people learn in school. So you know, so I'm not. I'm not surprised. But I also think, like, it benefits from the form, like, that OJ documentary, like, a 30 for 30 that was, like, eight hours long. It's, like, it needed to be, I feel like it needed to be that long to address all the stuff it addressed. Like, what were the racial conditions at the time? What were the tensions? What did OJ come up believing? What did he believe about himself? Like, it had all the perspectives that you needed. So, you know, I don't know. But you want to talk best movies of the year? What do you want to talk about? Is that yeah. on your list? Is yeah. that on your is the OJ one? Yeah. Well, I think it like it is. I don't have you know I don't have a real list. It's like I don't. Yeah. You know I don't put up too much stuff on the site as much anymore. It's like people ask me yeah. questions, I'll give them an answer. But clearly, yeah. seven and a half hours about OJ. Yeah. Which is really about race in America, like post civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny because Henry Louis Gates had this documentary. Like, mm-hmm. Black in America after MLK, and I'm like, it's kind of good, but, like, 
I'd rather just everyone watch OJ because it sets everything up perfectly. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this is race in America. This is why people was angry. This is why you get mm-hmm. the riots. This is why you get black people cheering for OJ. Like it's mm-hmm. you know made it. Like that's why I bought that Blu-ray, which was thirteen dollars when I bought it. By the way, what the hell? How did you? Okay, you know, whatever. I'm not even. Be, whatever. It's called being on that. It's called being on that phone and be like, oh, go Amazon. Give you the money. Whatever, man. But, uh, <laughs> Whatever. I hate you. I hate but you I, looked so at, I looked at the price. I was like, oh, shit, I only paid $13. Wait till I tell Rocky that. She's going to be hella mad. I'm so mad. You don't even know how mad I am. I'm so <laughs> angry at you right now. I at the price now. I was like, oh, it's not that cheap. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, that's... Like, I don't even think it's getting enough awards. Like, like if it had to... Like I like the thirteenth, and there's other documentaries that are good, but there is no documentary better than OJ Made in America. Maybe yeah, for like the past three or maybe even the last five years, and I've watched a lot of good. Like, what was the one where the guy went to? Uh, I I forgot the one who won like a couple years back. I don't even remember the name, but there's a couple of documentaries I won that that won. It was like, yeah, this is good. But I, mm-hmm. I'm sitting back, I'm like, yo, I can just watch. I can literally just put on OJ right now, just start from the beginning, and like, oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like the Godfather 1 and 2 of, like, documentaries. You just sit back, watch all the hours, and be, like, just stretch, like, ah. Yeah. Well, that's because, like, that's one of those things that, um, like, when it first, I think it first aired on ABC, right? Because it was airing, like, in primetime. The first and then nights, it, so they could, like, get right. you ready. It was summertime, right. it was like, yay, then, like, move over to SBN and finish the rest. Right. Right, and then it um and right and then it like reran on ESPN. So I remember like watching it on ABC, <laughs> and then rewatching it on ESPN, and Adam coming in and being like, "Didn't you just watch this?" And me being like, "Yeah, what's your point?" <laughs> I was at conventions like like I was like at Heroes Con, and then I would like go dip out from like the after con like festivities. I'd be up in the hotel rooms like, "Yo, OJ, you don't know." I was just yeah. saying, I was like, yo, well, yeah. everybody doing something, I was like, yo, I'll go down after OJ off. Like, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to finish this. This epi- yeah. episode four is about to drop, man. I need to see this. Yeah, like, are, are people not aware of, like, how great it was? Like, I just, you know, I got shit I gotta do, okay? Like, I gotta, I gotta go do that. I watch OJ. It was a crazy yeah. year, like, so much OJ. So yeah. much OJ. Yeah, there really was a lot of OJ. And now there are even, there's like OJ stuff even on other channels. Like, you know that I'm like a sucker for true crime. I think there's something on like true crime or crime TV or something. There's some like other. back over the case to see if the, yeah. if the evidence matches up. And I'm like. Right. I think I'm it's like. Point, I'm like, he killed her. Fuck, he killed her. And right. Like, I don't care. Like, I, right. like I knew that when I got to a certain age. Like, he, he, he killed her. Yeah. Like, he's guilty as, as hell. Yeah. But. Yeah. The LAPD is some terrible people. Like, there's a lot of terrible yeah. people that run that police department. Like, I don't like you. Yeah. Nah, like I can't trust them. Mark Rubin was terrible. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I just think it's yeah, whatever. I, I just think it's terrible because, like, yes, I completely think that he. I do think that he did it. But I also think of all the stuff that they said in the 30 for 30 about, like, the relationships that he had with people around town and, like, the relationships that he had with the police department. So, I don't know. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of stuff. Ultimately, yes, I think he did it. But I think, as we saw through, like, everything else that examined it this year, like, 
there was so much else at play. Ultimately, though, does it, like, bring those two people back? No. Nope. I can't even imagine being their family members. Like, I can't even, yeah, you know, like, I can't even imagine the fact that, like, she complained all the time to the police and nothing happened they before she matter. died, you know? So it's matter. like, people are culpable. Like, he did it, but ultimately it's like, did they help him by never doing anything about it? Yeah, they did. So, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's terrible. But let's talk about things we liked this year that weren't horrendously depressing. Like, um, what, like Hello High Water? Like, you yeah, which, which, which is so depressing. Which is so depressing, too. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I, um, I went on, uh, Real Talk, which is, like, this show, um, that this Baltimore critic, uh, Chris Reed has, and he was, like, criticizing my life. <laughs> because he talked about Manchester by the Sea and how much he liked it. And I said that, you know, like, this year I really wanted, like, a little bit of hope in my movies. And he was like, how can you say that Hell or High Water was your favorite movie of the year? And I was like, right, I guess you're right. Hell or High Water is, like, horrendously depressing if you really sit down and think about it. But no, there's hope in that movie because he got money for his family like he was trying to do. Right. He got them the a thing house, too. a family. He got them a future. Yeah. See? Yeah. So your yeah. man is, is slacking because he ain't seeing right. the thematic. Like, there is hope in the hella high water. Well, the other thing, and, like, Adam and I have talked about this, like, my favorite part of Hell High Water, I mean, there are a lot of, like, great parts, but I ultimately think, like, my very favorite thing is when Chris Pine's character is telling Jeff Bridges, like, being poor is a disease. Like, it infects you, it infects your family, like, it infects you for generations. And so, I liked, because it's a very simple way to describe poverty, but I felt like a very effective one. So, Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. So, Hello High Water, I liked. La La Land, we both liked. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Or have I you, are you, you're not part of the backlash post the Golden Globes? No, no, I just, you know me, my thing is like, is really great. Yeah. To me, it's just not better than Moonlight. So, yeah. it's like, yeah. and the, the thing is, I was listening to um, Fresh Air with, she did it, it was a weekend where they put the interview with Lin-Manuel Miranda and mm-hmm. Chazelle on mm-hmm. the same hour. And I was listening, they played mm-hmm. the thing, and I was like, I can't listen to La La Land's regular soundtrack with the singing, because yeah. Baby Goose and Emma Stone's voices yeah. are not strong. But yeah. the musicality of, like, the arrangements, and yeah. you see the dancing, the choreography, and hold up, is Mandy Moore, the choreographer, like, no? Pop? Okay, because for a no. second I was like... If that is, that's the greatest change of careers no. ever. But, no, um, there was some, it was it was like trending on Twitter. It's it's like another woman. It's not like this is us, Mandy Moore. No, so it's another person. But yeah, yeah, like um, like you know, like the art direction of the film, like, and it's a good story. Like you saw, I'm getting like little Twitter battles on a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh my god, I can't even deal stuff. with your Twitter. But I can't even. I it, the stuff that you do on Twitter, <laughs> like because I can't, I can't like. I can't interact with the trolls because I get too angry. Like, I just can't do it. But I always respect your ability to be, like, going in on these people. These people who are just like, it sucked. And it's like, did you even see Did you see the movie? Or, like, it's the place like, no, like, the white man doesn't save jazz. That's not the point of the point of the movie. No. It's about love. It's about dreams and love. Like, they fell up, like, spoiler alert. Like, they break up, they don't get back together, but they still help yeah. each other a- achieve their dreams. Like, him, yeah. joining the band, him joining the band was him assuming of things that she wants him to do. 
Right. But he didn't yeah. actually ask her. He overheard right. a conversation, so it's like, well, right. I need to provide and get a better place to live and make more money because mm-hmm. that's what she wants. So he joins mm-hmm. a band doing something he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And that's a well, and not even, and that's the thing too. Like, not even just for her. I also feel like he joins the band because he thinks like this will make me successful, and maybe that will be fulfilling I for can me. Get my and club, it, like I can right, get the club it, if I make money, right? And it wasn't in the same way that I think that she enjoyed doing the one person show, but you don't get the sense that she then continues her career in writing. Like it's like they both experiment with things that don't work out. That's the nature of creativity. Like that's just being a creative person. Sometimes you fail. Like that's yeah. reality. Like a lot of times you fail a lot more than you succeed. I got in an argument with like one of our um one of our friends because he he liked everything about the movie but hated the ending and then because he hated the ending he thought the movie sucked and I was like you don't think the movie sucked you just didn't like the ending and I feel like so many people are quick to be like oh this movie is garbage like the movie wasn't garbage everything about the movie was crafted perfectly you just didn't react to it in a positive way like those are separate things like you can't be like objectively this movie was garbage because it wasn't you just didn't like that they didn't end up together and i and that's one of the things that's like i feel like that's what i'm seeing a lot of in terms of the criticism that people didn't like that they didn't end up together and that right Right, and that people didn't like, like you mentioned, that like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone aren't the strongest singers. But again, I didn't feel like that was the point of the movie. Like the point of the movie to me wasn't that Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are like perfect. That like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. not the point. Like so, it's one of those things that I I just feel like people are labeling it like the white people singing and dancing movie, and it is that. But I don't think that's what the movie is ultimately. It's like if you just talked about Moonlight just being like the black game. I don't even know the black game movie. Yeah, it's not about that. Like I remember in your piece for Punch Drunk Critics, you were talking about like yes, there are very things unique to that experience, but there are also things that are unique to just growing up black in America. Like I liked your analysis of it in that way. So it's like I just I get very irritated with like the reductivism that occurs around award season time. It's it's. The thing, that's the thing with La La Land to me. La La Land didn't even get good to me until they yeah. had the fight at dinner. Yeah. And I didn't. Even, the movie to me, the, that's what the the fact that they broke up and they didn't get back together. Yeah. And like they and they have that dream sequence where he's playing their song about mm-hmm. what could have been, and then mm-hmm. there's no thing where she leaves her husband with kids and runs to him, and they she just. She leaves with her husband. They share yeah. a, a look, and that's the end of the movie. I was like, "All right, yeah, I like. Yeah. This is one of the best movies of the year. This is because, yeah. like, people really, truthfully, don't understand creative livelihoods to mm-hmm. a point where, like, everything in that movie is, is honest, just as honest as Whiplash was. Like he's oh my so far, God. he's made two very honest films coming from the place of people working in a creative industry and wanting to like make yeah. things and life not always working, working out. out. Yeah, and, I'm like, and that's the thing that's interesting too is that I feel like to I think to better understand or maybe I don't want to say to correctly understand La La Land, but I think like you said, you need to have seen Whiplash. 
because I think whiplash is just another facet of that, like how hard you have to work, how meticulous you have to be, the criticism that you have to weather, the fact that like you lose parts of yourself in pursuit of your creative dream, like La La Land to me is just an extension of whiplash with a love story, and the love story doesn't yeah. even work out. It's a so, more adult. It's a adult, it's a yeah. next phase. Like that was college. Yeah. This is like yeah. This is like your twenties, like right before you're about yeah. to break through. Hey, right. I don't know, I just and that's the thing. Like, I think, I think Chazelle has talked about that. Like, I read an interview that he did where La La Land was like, I think he wrote it like straight out of college yeah, and tried to get it made, and nobody wanted to make it right, and nobody wanted to make it. So then he did Whiplash, and he said that like he needed to do Whiplash to better understand like the creative process that is shown in La La Land. So I, yeah, I just I feel like if you can't deal with a movie where the two people don't end up together, then like why are you watching movies? <laughs> Because they not don't every want to movie see real is life. happy. Like, right? Like, not every movie is happy. That's reality. So, I, yeah, it was just very. It was a frustrating conversation for me to have. Yeah. But um. I'm but yeah. I, so I, La La I, I kind of wish I was there because I would have been <laughs> a troll. Yeah. No, you would have. Well, reasoned but, um, but a troll right. nonetheless. Right, but still a troll. Um, yeah, so La La Land, Moonlight. So have you been, like, talking up Moonlight at work? Have people, like, asked you about it? Or do you feel like it hasn't got yeah. as much mainstream attention? Because I know that you told me that, like, pretty much everybody that you, every black woman that you know was seeing Hidden Figures oh, yeah, slash that's Hidden that's Fences. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real talk, yeah. I kind of want to see Hidden Fences where, like, mm -hmm. Viola Davis is a mathematician, but she also right. has to come home to, like, Denzel, who's a trash collector. And right. his struggles because he didn't get to be a baseball player. And right, you're like, I would see that movie. While she's also dealing with, with, with racism while working at right. NASA, along with Octavia Spencer, <laughs> who might also be a maid and a mathematician. <laughs> so it, like, it correlates with the help. Like, help Where is Janelle... Where is Janelle Monet in this? What is I don't her know. Role? She's probably like, you know, a she's... Well, because it's in the past, she would be mm -hmm. the girlfriend of a... Of a um, Mobster? Of a, boot, of a bootlegger or something. Mm, like somebody okay. Or okay. numbers runner because Juan is in it and then he takes care right. of the young, the, the young, um, the young boy who, who might or might not be gay and then, but right. the, it's not a crack mother anymore. It's a junkie because it's heroin. Mm, okay. And okay. And somehow I'm making an entire new scripted series. Right. You got so many thoughts. You've got you've got the Braun and Pod spinoff, and now you have yes. Hidden Fences. Help! Yeah, help! Great. Help at the Hidden Fences under Moonlight. Right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. There we go. I love it. And Trademark. all the mathematicians and Kevin Costner. Everybody. Everybody's smart as hell. Yeah, everybody's Kevin super smart. There. Yeah. Right. Somehow he's yeah he's still, still there being like a a square scientist guy who doesn't care about racism because we got to get we got to get my man on the moon right. <laughs> that's all right. that matters that's it that's it but, um, but yeah so people have not been asking you about moonlight tell I me tell more people that moonlight is great but yeah all right here's the thing yeah tell me black men ain't always in the rest to see moonlight mm -hmm. no i know that's kind of what the conversation has been right and like it doesn't of, have a lot of women might go you know to the movies with a person mm -hmm. maybe like you know I don't know husband or boyfriend or something and mm -hmm. you know it's been a, there's been times I was like yo you go see Moonlight then I get that thing it's like yo my my man was not 
into seeing it. Was not pleased. Yeah. With <laughs> like, yo, yeah. he need, I'm like, yo, he need to man up then. This is real. This is real shit. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. can't deal with this, yeah, he need to check yeah. himself. He need to go, I don't know, go to therapy or something because right. there's nothing bad in this movie. Like, Right. The other thing, too, that like blows my mind is like the entire point of Moonlight, I feel like, is the homophobia in the black community. So, like, by not seeing it, aren't you just playing into that narrative? Yeah, but they don't. They, they, they just don't want to deal with because that shit looks gay. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. really? It's twenty. It's well, when the movie came out, it was like, yo, it's 2016, fam, and this is you still can't deal with this. Like, you, no. Laverne Cox is on television. Is motherfuckers is using slang from the ball culture, of like 80s New York. Like, we we're, we're using legit black gay slang on a daily mm-hmm. basis. And mm-hmm. we still, you still, but no, I can't. I can't see that movie. You can't, I can't see a movie, see that movie because, no. like, the the guy is gay. Like, he, that's yeah. the whole movie is that he can't even open up about yeah. his sexuality because of the, how he grew up. Like, yeah, it's about toxic yeah. masculinity and many other factors. Yeah, you still can't see this. So, like, no. yeah, like I tell women all the time, go see that movie. I told them probably they should see it by themselves or with their homegirls. Mm-hmm. Or they should get it on. I don't think it's probably coming on Blu-ray pretty soon. But like, yeah, they should see it. But you yeah. know what? If a guy like I don't really go up to other men and like, yo, you need to see Moonlight because I know they they should. Like, I gotta yeah. understand you. I gotta vet you. I gotta know like what your politics and your ideas are about. Yeah. And then I'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, you open enough. Like all my art homies that I grew up with, you know that I went to like college with. Like, yeah, we talk about Moonlight. We get deep on it, but it's like we ain't just gonna go, yo, go see Moonlight because. Right, you're not just gonna assume, yeah, 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 which is unfortunate. Like, and that's the point. Like, that's what's so that's such a bummer for the reaction to that movie. But and I think it's something that is it can be clearly under like you can understand a lot about the last 25 years in America. You can still like I think I think all men should see it because there's issues with that. It was white men too, and they, like it's just a, it's a it's a lot of man stuff in it about how we deal with being men, and yeah. then yeah, then there's the whole growing up in the crack in the drug war era, the crack era, and all this stuff. Like it's so much going on, and it's just like that's one of my things. There's so much going on in Moonlight, and if you really unpack it, it's like mm-hmm. yeah, La La Land is really good. It ain't it ain't that good, like. Yeah, I think the thing too is that like ultimately they're both and why you know they're just they're ultimately both identity films and so it's one of those things where to me I just feel like there's so much in Moonlight and I think there's a lot in La La Land too I just feel like the singing and the dancing is what people are gonna fixate on but ultimately it's like there are parts of Moonlight like <laughs> inwardly when he like in the middle chapter when he comes and he smashes the chair over the kid's back like that's a horrible thing that happens but i was like good job you know like it's horrible like it's horrible but it's also like a movie that pushes you to extremes of trying to figure out your reaction to it i mean the whole beginning with mahershala ali and his character of juan and janelle monet's character of teresa like it's hard also because he is a father figure but he is also the one selling the drugs to his mom and Teresa knows all that so it's everybody is conflicted in the same way that I liked about Hell or High Water where like nobody is totally innocent because that's not 
the world. Yeah. So, yeah, so when I look back at my favorite films, like, I feel like all of them kind of have that through line. And then other things I liked this year that I know you liked, too, The Nice Guys, we both liked. Yo, that movie, that movie's unsung. It's that movie so... legit underrated. <laughs> so underrated. Like, I don't even know if it made back its production budget domestically, because I think it cost, like, $50 million, and, like, I don't, I don't think it made it... I don't think it made it back, which blew my mind. Um, the Nice Guys. And then the other stuff that I liked was mostly, you know, mostly animated or, like, kids, quote-unquote, movies. I loved Rogue One. We've talked a lot about Rogue One. Bo I loved Kubo. Yeah, I loved Kubo and the Two Strings, which I don't know... Have you seen that yet or no? No, I haven't watched all of it. Like, okay. it's good, but um, it's, it's... Yeah. I think what I saw, like, it's a, it's, it's, it's well done. But all the movies are well done. It's just, to yeah. me, it's like, yo, Zootopia made a movie about race in America with yeah. animals. Right. Right. Like, I know how much you love Zootopia. I just also, for me, it's like, I love all the Leica movies. I can't even imagine all the work that goes into them. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was beautiful. Um, Pete's Dragon, which you were there when you saw my, like, mental breakdown during Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. <laughs> so sad it was so sad it was so sad and you kept being like are you gonna be okay yo goddamn <laughs> dragon dog thing like yo like while well, i'm like oh, i was like this is a movie and that's the thing it's like this movie is really well done and it's good but this it doesn't like, like, yeah that's not peace dragon fam like i just want the silly singing in the in the car right. dragon like hey like he's right like, like, he's just like a best he's like an imaginary friend that's not imaginary and it's like yo this joint is like Yo, like, come on. When they, the parents die in the car crash, like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> bruh, there's no Mickey Rooney character in this. Like, <laughs> you got, like, the Sundance Kid and shit, Robert Redford up in this joint. My being, God. Like, being, like, awesome, but, like, I saw it and didn't. And damn, like, with, like, Luke Evans, aka who I want to be new Wolverine, he's in it being, like, terrible and. No, Carl Urban. Oh, Not even Luke worse. Evans. It's not his bones, man. Oh, my God. This is depressing. It was really depressing. Damn, Disney. It was really depressing. And that's another one. Like, I don't think that made... Like, I don't know how much money that made. But between, like... That was upsetting to me. It's like, Disney had a huge year, obviously, with Marvel. Obviously, with Star Wars, with Zootopia, and Moana. But it's like, their live-action movies, like... Queen of Cotway flopped, which pissed it, me off. Did it flop or did it did it make back? Sometimes we consider things flops. And I don't like, even, but it made money. <laughs> I don't even think it made money. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, so Queen of Cotway and Peace Dragon both. It was like they did not do well, and it was a bummer to me because they were both the like smaller, quieter movies that you didn't see a lot of publicity for, and they just went totally under the radar. It made its money back though. Like, did it? Yeah, Peace Dragon made one hundred forty-three million dollars. So a production budget of sixty-five million, you probably tack on like what? Okay. Thirty million for uh for promotion and stuff because they didn't promote yeah, that heavy. So yeah, because promoting is usually I think like half of the budget. Like yeah, but maybe it's just so, yeah. It made it made it it. Right. Whereas Queen of Cotway only had a budget of fifteen million and only made ten. That's insane to me. That it only made ten million dollars. Yeah. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah, it can make it back on like DVD and stuff though. Cause I think I think that's a movie. Well, with within the black community, I think people will be like, they didn't get a chance to see it, but then when they see it, they're like, oh, this is good to show like my so. daughter. Like, yeah, I hope so. Going to theater and it only in certain theaters and it's gone. Like, Queen of Quatway came out 
it was gone in like two weeks. But I feel like it was gone in two weeks because nobody went and saw it. Like, I felt like it got a pretty big release. Like, and I feel like we saw tons of commercials for it. It just didn't end up working out. Like, it's like Neon Demon, which I loved and which was also in my best of. Like, that opened wide and did horribly the first weekend. Like, awful. And then by the second weekend, it was, like, super limited. They scaled it back to only, like, a couple of theaters, like, per state. Because I know the first weekend, we couldn't go to see it, but it was everywhere. And then by the second weekend, it was only playing at the Arclight in Bethesda. Mm. In the span of two weekends. Like, so I, I think more and more studios now, like if a movie doesn't do well on the first weekend, they know it's only going to get worse by the second mm. weekend, so they pull it. I think Queen of Catway, I saw a lot of commercials on Disney Channel. I, really, I saw a lot, lot of commercials, commercials on ABC because yeah, that's a, of again, the that's fact that it was Channel. ESPN. That's yeah, because it was Channel, Disney. Yeah. Like, yeah. You didn't so. see it everywhere... And I think they, pro- they, they like, marched it up. But I think eventually, like, I think it has a long tail that it'll make its money back because people would want to show it to, like, groups of girls and stuff like mm-hmm. that. About, like, yo, you can play chess. You can be a beast. Like, right. I, I think it's a long tail movie. It's, like, to me, it's that's, like, their non-for-profit movies. Like, oh, we're going we're gonna to take this L. Because, mm-hmm. because, like, Marvel will pay for all the L movies. Like, oh, my God. Star Wars yeah, will for pay sure. for, like, so it always makes enough money that it actually pays probably for the Marvel movies now. Like, that's how much money... It makes so much money. money. Yeah, it makes an insane amount of money. But what about you? Was there anything else that was, like, your best of that we haven't talked about yet? Dang. Let me look at my list. Okay. Did you ever look at that, that app, uh, Letterbox? I'm, like, low-key promoting, like, mad shit, and I shouldn't be. But I don't think I have, no. It's hella useful. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it was... Like, I know, like, uh, you know, Travis and Tim use, like, Pinterest, but I'm like, mm-hmm. now that I've seen this, I'm like, yo, this lets you put ratings and stuff, and, like... Mm, that's cool. No, I didn't know that. of, like, oh, I saw it at this time, on this day. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. I gotta take a look at that. Yeah, like, well, yeah, we talked about, like, Hella High Water was, like, next level. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the Jungle Book was, the Jungle Book was mad good. Yeah. But it made, like, yeah. a gang of money. Like, no one needs to really big up the Jungle Book. Like, it no, like, it made so much money. And I'll be honest with you, it made more money than I expected it to make. Because I thought that it was one of those ones that was, like, I know the live-action remakes have been doing well, but I was honestly surprised by how well it did. However, I loved the ending, because I always got really frustrated with the original's ending. Mm-hmm. So, I was down with the ending for this one. That was pretty much the change that I liked the most. But yeah, Jungle Book you really liked. What else? Zootopia, which you mentioned. Zootopia's next. Zootopia Moana is next level. It's it's kind of amazing that like Pixar now makes all the sequels that like are just like okay, like they're good, but they're just I okay. know. But like isn't all, that weird? And like all the series, like deep thematic films are coming out of like Disney feature animation. Just Disney animation, yeah, I'm it's like, crazy. Cause like Moana had like when I break down the whole fact, it's like yo Maui basically like dicked over this woman Mm -hmm. and she was like she was mad and angry Mm -hmm. with him and that affected everybody else and the young woman kind of redeems her so she can get her heart back people were like I didn't even think about that I'm like it's right like he literally legit takes her heart like he he takes her heart and leaves and then he says I showed out like look at all the stuff I do I'm awesome and then he get penalized for being a douchebag dude like yeah, 
you get punished for that, fam. Like, you was mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yep. damn. Moana just got way better. Like, nah, no, right? Moana yeah. next level. Right. <laughs> how, how did you not notice? <laughs> I was in the theater. Yeah. I was like, yo, he took her heart. No, I think I was hitting you. was like, yo, this is yeah, you were. that deep. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. No, that's absolutely what happened. Yeah, and that's funny, too, because it's like, what does Pixar have? They have Cars 3. I feel like I just saw the commercial for that. I'm going to say like, it. I'm the only person who loves Cars. I love Cars. Being like five-year-olds, like... You are literally the only cars human being. Cars 3, fam. Right. Like, they're going to be driving. <laughs> right. And then, what is the other one? Do they also... Is Incredibles Is Incredibles 2 this year? No, Coco is this year. So that's interesting because it uses a lot of, like, Mexican culture and, like... Because, mm. like, I think, like, street schools and music and, like... So Isn't this the one we talked about because we talked about, like... How I really liked Book of Life, yeah. but it kind of got ignored because it didn't have like an all Hispanic cast, Even though right? Is this what we talked about? Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is that his like Mexican Americans made it. That was the, yeah. that was the thing. Yeah. Like, it was actually had a completely Latin like leading structure. But yeah, right. they got they got freaking Channing Tatum to do a voice right. and some other like it, like like Zoe Saldana did a voice. She's Latin. She's right. black. She's Diego Luna. And Diego Luna. So it was like, Channing Tatum was like the only, I feel like the only non-Hispanic element. But that movie was beautiful. Like, the animation in that movie was insane. And yet, yeah. And yet, it's kind of gotten ignored in the years since. That was a nice movie, though. I like that movie. Yeah, that was great. But, um, but yeah. So anything else from your 2016 list that we didn't talk about yet? Yo, Deadpool. Oh, yeah, Deadpool. Okay. Deadpool is actually good. I know people are going to be surprised, like, but... It's a Marvel movie. Like, nope, it's a Fox movie. <laughs> You're like, I'm splitting these hairs. <laughs> it's a Fox movie. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. And I think that's actually the best superhero movie made since The Dark Knight. Ooh. You know, I bet Adam would agree with you. Because I feel like he... I don't think he's seen any of the Marvel movies. He has no interest. But Deadpool's self-awareness was pretty good. It's something I've never... Like, it's the first movie that truly satirizes the superhero movie, like, it, like it's smart. Like, the plot yeah. is like, alright, like, he, you know, he didn't want to die, like, he's trying to be around for the woman he loves, mm-hmm. and, like, he returns this, and then, like, they kidnap said woman. So it's that super basic story, but then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a superhero movie, and the performances are good, and then it's like, I'm gonna make fun at all the shit I was in before, yeah, and all the stuff that both of the companies do, yeah. At the same time that I'm still a superhero, and right. it's like my damn. only question is whether my only question is whether it holds up on like a second viewing because I've only seen it that one time. It does, okay. Because <laughs> I've only seen it that one time, and I thought it was fine. Um, but yeah, I didn't know if it would like stand up over time. But yeah, interesting better. Deadpool. Do you think it can sneak in there? I know that Ryan no. Reynolds is trying real hard to no. try to get some Oscars traction for it. I, if if it gets anything, is would it would be a for best adapted screenplay, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, ah, that's a tough one because they're like, look at who's probably going to be a best adapted screenplay. Like mm-hmm. most likely, knowing the way the Oscars work, they're going to push. That La La Land is original screenplay, and then the, mo- yes. and the Moonlight people would be like, "We can't win that. 
we're gonna yeah. push into best adapted screenplay. Even well, though didn't they already didn't they already rule on that? Like I thought that I they already they ruled did. that Moonlight has to be an adapted screenplay yeah, because even though, even though the made. play wasn't yeah. produced, yeah, exactly. So well, that kind of makes sense to me because I don't know what else could work in adapted screenplay. Deadpool. Like I don't know what could beat. No, no, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what could beat Moonlight. Yeah, in adapted yet. screenplay. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going. It's, that's where it's like. It's, it's like it's really, really good. Yeah. Kind of like like real talk. Like the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises has like mad, has mad Oscars outside of just like best special effects. But right. It's like yo, you're really, really good. But besides right. having Heath Ledger as Joker, you weren't going to beat anybody else. No. And they weren't even nominated in that much other stuff. They like, yeah, you know, I know they were nominated in pretty much all the technical stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then the other thing too is that like, I feel like for original screenplay, like I loved La La Land, but as we talked about at the Golden Globes, I don't think the screenplay is what makes La La Land great. True. So that's but one of those ones know, where I would hope the stage direction is probably in the screenplay, maybe. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> some of the songs, the songs in it, yeah. But like, I think that's what's yeah. pushing it over the top. Is that like, no, like, I, yeah, the screen, like, it has some scenes that's like, yo, this is great. But I guess the screen direction in it is so that like, I wouldn't mind reading the screenplay so I could be like, oh, yeah, man, like, oh, I see yeah. what y'all doing. Like, you giving it for this because like, like the dialogue isn't. We ain't talking like mammoth or like no other shit. Where it's like, yo, I'm captivated by the dialogue, like, right? But right. like, yeah. Whereas I feel like I would love if Hell or High Water would win that because I feel like that was so well written. It was you know, so well written. It sneaks up, it takes it. I wouldn't even be mad. Like no, that'd be great. That'd that be movie. so good. People I know. Like, I know. Hard movie. I have. I see. Like he ain't even just now. He's more than Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Like Chris yeah. Pine is like that dude. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Like, Did you know that he is going to be in A Wrinkle in Time? No, but I can believe it because I'm guessing Ava DuVernay is like, yo, I'm on Chris Pine and my shit. She probably like you and uh, right. May. Like, yo, right. white boy can get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Captain Kirk is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is. Like, yo, white boy can get it. Yo, the love. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's so true, though. It's so true. It's way too true, actually. But, um, but yeah. You know, Alright, man. I like so what else are you thinking? What are your, some of your most anticipated for movies? this upcoming year? Yo. Fast. Fate of the Furious, excuse me. Vin, Vin, De- Vin Diesel is winning between the next and the first quarter of the year because, yo, Triple X, mm-hmm. Return of Xander Cage with him. I don't know how he's driving a motorcycle on water. I don't, I don't even know. How he's yeah. skiing in the jungle. I yeah. don't know how he's skateboarding inside of a bus. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Because Alexander <laughs> Cage, Donnie Yen is in it, and then I found out, oh shit, Ice Cube is in this motherfucker. Yeah, movie. Ice Cube's in it. Adam Adam had to tell me like three times that he like rides a motorcycle over a wave because I just couldn't believe that you that was. You see the trailer, it's like, I don't know how <laughs> this works. I couldn't believe that that is what happens. And Adam had to keep being like, no, it happens. Pay attention to the commercial. Yeah, it's crazy. Yo, it's insane. But yeah, so that. Is making. People of color superheroes and not getting the credit. No, he's not. But I mean, kind of because he's a douche. But yes, like he is definitely going out there. But yeah, I mean that looks like it's going to be great. Black Avengers Other Four, things. of course. Right. I Fate of it. Furious. I'm going to lose it in the theater. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> it's going to be your most ridiculous <laughs> reaction. 
Um, what else? Yeah, I keep forgetting about Planet of the Apes. Maybe because I always think that the bad guys are terrible. But the work that goes into those movies... Yeah, the work that goes into those movies is crazy. John Wick 2. John Wick Chapter 2. I don't know who else loves it. But I watch it at home. Like, I'm not, like, I don't need to see it in theater. But if I do, like, okay. But, like, it was good, but it wasn't... I don't necessarily need to see it in theaters, but I need to see it. Like, are you kidding me? I'll see it eventually. Get out of here. You're terrible. Like what? Okay, yeah, like what, there's something else that's good because I like Cars Three. Cause I love cars. Yeah, you're the only person over five years old excited for Cars uh, Three. Wonder Woman because her because Wonder, Wonder Woman movie. does look really good and her theme music is like the, that's the best thing to come out of that Batman vs Superman movie is her theme man that yeah. I was like yo yeah. she gonna kick everybody's ass. No, <laughs> she's gonna be great. She's gonna be great. Uh, I, I did. There's, like, not a lot, because we don't even know, like, what's going to come out in, like, the festivals. Like, what's the big movie that's going to come out of Sundance that's going to be all, yeah. like, we should care about? Or, like, what's the movie mm-hmm. that's going to come out of Cannes that we should care about? Like, mm-hmm. now it's, like, mm-hmm. all the big movies, and it's, like, I, you know, I'll see episode eight. Like, episode mm-hmm. seven wasn't, like, the bee's knees to me. So, mm-hmm. like, all right, we get to see Luke Skywalker again? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, that's it. You know, I don't care about no Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yo actually, I want to see what Justice League is going to be. Yeah, that's one of those ones that I don't think that I will like it, but I'm interested in seeing it. You know, like I don't think it'll be good because I don't think that we have any reason to believe that it'll be good. This is Zack Snyder, he like I don't think he can make a good movie. Like he can I make don't an think he- average movie. I don't think he can make a good movie, you know, because there are movies of his that I like, but it's not like they're like a mate, like Sucker Punch is insane, but it's the production design that makes it enjoyable. It's Watchmen. four times to watch that shit. Yeah, Watchmen is like a whole thing because the ending, again, production design, great, but the story kind of flubs. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I think he's, I think he's. He's amazing at making trailers. <laughs> like, yeah. But, um... Like, it's like, ah, uh, like, ah. Uh, so, it's like, this movie, like, this year, I don't think there's a lot, like, like, 2016, I was like, yo, mad stuff is coming out, like, I'm hyped. But so far, when I know about 2017, I'm like, eh. like, TV is gonna be the jump off, because, like, the Coen Brothers is making a TV, like, mm-hmm. now we start to see the, I think, the effects of, like, franchises and, like, superhero movies being, like, the only mm-hmm. thing people want to make. And really mm-hmm. don't see because now it's like all the big time filmmakers. It's like, well, I can go win like a bunch of Emmys and Golden Globes, and yeah. everybody watch TV now. Like we get it on yeah. a streaming channel or HBO or show. Like everybody's gonna like we're gonna watch it and they're gonna stream it and then they're gonna buy the Blu-ray. So you're absolutely seeing the talent like move to the TV format. Like everybody's getting a TV deal. Like it's just. And you're seeing people, like, would you have ever imagined Julia Roberts on TV? But, like, she's doing it. Or, like, Reese Witherspoon, who did really well with Gone Girl and Wild. Like, she yeah. produced all those things. She's doing big little lives on HBO. Yeah, and it has, like, like Nicole Kidman. And, like, it has yeah. a bunch of women. I'm like, oh, that's the miniseries on HBO. I want to see. I'm like... It's real. I read the book. The book is really good. It's like it's amazing. But other things that I'm looking forward to, I actually am looking forward to Split. That's the one with James McAvoy, the M Night movie. I can't fuck with M Night no more. I tried. There were so many chances. I can't fuck with him no more. I don't. I can agree that M Night kind of causes you some hesitation. But James McAvoy is great at playing crazy people. 
but no, we were he's, Adam, he's also but like yeah like Adam and I were just talking about like he's so good in filth he was so good in trance like he's just got that corner on lock so I feel like that's gonna be super good um the salesman actually comes out this year that was the Asar Farhadi movie he did a separation he's like a super good Iranian yeah. filmmaker so that gets like a wide release this year um, what other stuff actually comes out? I Am Not Your Negro officially comes out this year, which I think you saw and liked, right? No, I didn't see it. I didn't know how to oh, okay. see it, but yeah, I watched okay. it. Like, it's a documentary. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, like, thinking about... There's so many yeah. documentaries that come out. Like, I, like, I think, of course. Like, I don't even think there's... Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen... The only time I know there's bad documentaries are one of those weird, like, fake newsy ones that, like... Mm, yeah. Kind of like, Hillary Clinton is the devil. Oh, my God. I can't... Like, that I can't type of stuff, like, like, that type of stuff, like... Climate change isn't real. Like, come on, bro. That's right. too much science, man. Bill Nye got a TV right. show again. Go watch it. Right, right. Fuck off. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask your opinions. What about Logan? And what about Kong Skull Island? Okay. Logan is, I'm betting, watch, is going to be the best superhero movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Because we finally get, like, I like the Wolverine. So now we get the Wolverine full R-rated. And mm-hmm. like old, like old man Logan is one of the best. Right, it's like grizzled ass Logan with Patrick yeah. Stewart in it, looking all super old in it. Mm-hmm. And you got X twenty three in it, and it's just basically like I gotta get this girl away from these evil people. Mm-hmm. Like that joint, like Ryan Reynolds is like, yo, this joint gonna be the, the jump over. I'm like, I gotta trust him right now because he made Deadpool. Right, got, I believe in you, Ryan. Right, like, and yo, Kong Skull Island is King Kong. In the same universe as Godzilla. And you know how much I like New American Godzilla. And then leading up to King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm going to like it just because it has a giant ape in it. Mm-hmm. And, and it got Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Samuel ape. Jackson. Does Samuel Jackson do anything but work? Real talk. He is in every single You know what it's like movie. to be broke. I understand Yeah, I that. guess that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Work. And I'm yeah. happy for it because, like, yo, it's King Kong in, like, late 1970s, and he's mad huge. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like, all mm-hmm. I care about is the apes this year. King Kong and Cesar. That's it. That's, That's all it. that matters. That's it. <laughs> like, apes is going to go hard this year. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, so I really care about John Wick, too, unlike some people. Um, I'm a hater. You are. I'm really excited for the Blade Runner movie. I think we'll that's going to be good. We'll see about that. I trust Baby Goose, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be really good. I'm curious about Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. I, I think it could either be really good or really terrible. But um, but I'm, I'm excited like for... It. Yeah. Su- it's on this... Go ahead. I'm surprised it actually went with it actually being a full musical because Cinderella... Yeah, didn't have the songs in it. It was just no. Cinderella didn't have the songs. Oh, Cinderella without the music and the and the and the singing animals. So I'm like, right. oh, so you guys are legit just remaking Beauty and Beast with people, right? Like, and I don't right. li- I don't like the way the dishes look. I think they they could have done a better design for the dishes, but I think I'm gonna like it because like I like like yo like I like the princess movies. Yeah, I thought Cinderella was really good actually. Like it kind of I was surprised that I ended up liking it. But I did. Um, let me think about what other stuff is coming out. About New Alien. I think that could be good. Danny I Yeah. Fassbender. I think that could be good. I think that could be good. I haven't watched the trailer yet because 
no. I have watched this trailer yet because I heard that some people die in the trailer and I'm not trying to like have the movie spoiled for me. Oh, it, yeah, it's mad creepy. It's like, yeah. I was like, oh, this got that that original alien feel. Like, oh, this joint might be lit. But I also yeah. like Prometheus and people hate that movie. So I don't know. Maybe I'm, yeah. not, the, I'm not with everybody anyway because I'm like, yo. Right. I did I, hate Prometheus. Um, yeah, okay, some other stuff. Michael is a robot again. I know. I'm really excited for The Beguiled. Have you heard about this? It's Sofia Coppola's new movie. The cast is Colin Farrell, Kirsten Dunst, Elle Fanning, and Nicole Kidman. And the synopsis is, while imprisoned in a Confederate girls' boarding school, an injured Union soldier, played by Colin Farrell, cons his way into each of the lonely women's hearts, causing them to turn on each other. I don't even know if a movie could be made that more captures all of my interests. Sofia Coppola, The Civil War, Colin Farrell, Kirsten Dunst, Elle Fanning. This is my movie, Julian. This is my movie. like seducing them because they're all right. terrible racists. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this is, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see that because of, like, so uh, a Union soldier's trapped, and his way of getting out is, I'm going to seduce right. all these women folk. Right, and that's what I want. Each other up because right. you know what? They're traitors anyway. And I yeah, like I love that. I love that. Um, Catherine Bigelow has that movie that's coming out about the Detroit riots. Oh, see, I didn't know about this. So yeah, I watched that. Yeah, it's John Boyega and a bunch of other people. Um, so that's at some point this year. It's one of those that it's like announced for this year, but you don't actually know words, if it's, it's going to come out. October and like December. December Correct. December. Yeah, um, the Dark Tower movie comes out this year. See, since I know nothing about the Dark Tower other than my friends. Yeah. it's awesome. And then like the Man in Black might be the Man in Black from the Stand, and there's like stuff, and there's the Gunslinger. I'm like, right, yo, all this just sounds hella confusing. But yo, String of Bellas in it, so I guess I'll go see. Right, it. but Idris, I just love the casting of that. I love that we're gonna have a black hero and a white bad guy. First of all, that's kind of reality. Second of all, <laughs> did you see like? Did you, did you see Matthew McConaughey talking to um, uh, Bridges about like why he chose to do that over like being in like Garden of the Galaxy two? I saw that that was going around, but I didn't read what Yo, his reasoning was. The shade, because first of all, the dude basically called Iron Man a two hundred million dollar student film. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, yo, they was like, my shit was on schedule. They was writing the script. I was like, you know, then I got to a point where I was like, you know, this is just a $200 million like, student film. And I'm oh just my God. Like, so he shaded the whole the whole thing. Imagine when I was like, that is so man, much shade. Like, I want to basically be free and do things that I want that I find interesting and, like, none of that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's literally, like, full-blown. I got my wow. Oscar shade. Like, I ain't never doing y'all movies. That's even crazy. For, even for the money, eat a dick. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is crazy. Like, um, you liked The Kingsman, right? Because that is a sequel that nah, comes out this year. I hate that. I hate that movie because I thought they played out, um, I thought they played out Russell Simmons. I they oh, I don't know why I thought that you liked it. I thought they mm, played out okay. a joke, and I think they played out a joke on some, like, low-key British, like, you really don't understand, like, black Americans and the mm-hmm. dynamic. And y'all Interesting. Got, y'all got mad other shit to deal with the white, the way y'all black folks is treated. And for you to make, like, Russell Simmons into a joke, that shit pissed yeah. me off, man. Fuck that movie. 
Okay, all I right. Watched so that, that shit a, makes me so fucking mad. Oh, it's a very important analysis. I never, I didn't see it. I only saw the last like five minutes with the anal sex joke, and I was like, I don't need to see the rest of this movie. I'm good. You are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um. What else? Guillermo del Toro has a new movie this year, The Shape of Water. It has Michael Shannon and Octavia Spencer. See, that's unfair. You know that movie's gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, that's great. Like, you know how much I love Guillermo. Like, Michael Chan is the only reason Nocturnal Animals is, is, like, worth sitting through any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? There's that new Darren Aronofsky movie with Jennifer Lawrence, which I don't really care about. Um, it might be dude, good, because It might be good. Aronofsky, yeah, I know. Even though J-Law be pissing people off, she yeah. is good, though. Like, it's not like she sucks. Yeah, I guess. She's white girl shit all the time with, like... Fucking Lena Dunham and Amy fucking Schumer. Do you... Okay, but she's friends with those people. That's the thing. Like, one of her best friends is Amy Schumer. So I, I feel like slowly the tide has begun turning against Jennifer Lawrence. Like, do you remember where she told that stupid story about using, like, the sacred Hawaiian rocks to yes. scratch her butt? Like, She'd be I feel on like, some white girl shit. Right, like, I feel like slowly the public opinion has turned. And Adam always likes bringing up that I used to love her, and now I'm kind of like, blah, about it. But she's I feel right, like... She's around, she's around the bad, wrong people. She's yeah, bad, yeah people. I feel like so, she's slowly starting to turn. Um, Alex, Garden, Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina, has a new, new movie coming out this year called Annihilation. It's Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, your girl, Gina Rodriguez, your girl, Tessa Thompson, and mm. Oscar Isaac. Oh, I'll get ready to say Oscar Isaac in this shit because he's just like, <laughs> right. So yeah, and, 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 yeah, that yeah, I'm gonna see that with Tessa Thompson. You know, mm. Yeah, yeah, I think low, that'll be good. Low key, I'm gonna um, bootleg of all the Thor two scenes she's in, like on YouTube or like on right. or like Facebook, so I can just look at her and then I'm right. like, that's all I did. I with the sound off. It's like, I just want to see her like mm-hmm. awesome because you know that she's in Westworld, right? What? Yeah, you might need to watch Westworld today. You might need to I watch got another podcast recording. I'm got time. Damn. Um, oh. I don't think that you and I talked about this, but I know I put it on your Facebook wall that Steven Soderbergh has a new movie this year. Logan Lucky, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig, Adam Driver, Sebastian Stan, Channing Tatum, two brothers played by Channing Tatum and Adam Driver attempt to pull off a heist during a NASCAR race in North Carolina. Another heist movie. I'm excited. I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, like, how is he going to make this different to keep him, like, interested? Like, how is right. he going to shoot this? What type of right. technology is he going to use? <laughs> like, what is Soberg going to do to actually make a movie? Because these guys, he's either like, I don't even make movies anymore. I'm going to make a TV show. Because mm-hmm. I'm awesome. Like, mm-hmm. Soderbergh yeah. movie? I know. I know. A Soderbergh heist movie? I don't think I'm ready. Um, And then the last thing that I'm excited for is Paul Thomas Anderson has a new movie coming out this year with Daniel Day Lewis. There's pretty much, like, nothing known about it except that it's about fashion and the 1950s. So. In other words, automatic Oscar nomination. Correct. Daniel Day Lewis. Right. But don't you feel like nobody cared about Inherent Vice? Like, I feel like nobody saw it. No. Nobody got I it. I also think because freaking Joaquin Phoenix was in that shit. Mm, that's probably true. They were like, he's a douchebag. And they're like, fuck yeah. that shit. But like, Daniel Day-Lewis, though? Yo, Daniel yeah, Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. And him yeah. together? Like... I know. Uh, I was reading something about how people really want... Da- because you know that the Fantastic Beasts sequels, some of them are going to deal with, like, young Dumbledore. Yes. And I read some... 
I read some, like, theory that was like, what if Daniel Day-Lewis was young Dumbledore? <laughs> Yo, because I think, because they're setting up, they're like, because Johnny Depp's character is, like, his ba- his friend, but the slash bad guy, like, yeah, like Dumbledore is going to be in these movies. Like, well, yeah, because don't you remember, like, in the last Harry Potter movie, like, Dumbledore was in love with Grindelwald. Yeah. Like, Dumbledore was in love with, and that's why I'm just like, ugh, Johnny Depp. But yeah, so Dumbledore was in love with him, and that's when they were both thinking about, like, the wizarding world taking over the human world, and then Dumbledore realized that he was wrong, like, when his sister got killed. And so that's what started their, like, uh, their, their rivalry or whatever. And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we find out more about, um... Uh, what's call his like brother? His like, cause they said like like I think I, I can't. What's his new? Yeah, new like Newt his brother Scamander, was like a war hero. Right. Newt Scamanders but. was like a war hero, and then the girl that he's in love with, Zoe Kravitz, is like a Malfoy. Yeah. So yeah, so there are like a lot of things that I think are interesting. I just also kind of wish that she would just write them as books. You know, like I get that you want to make them as movies, but like you wrote the script for the movie, just write them as books. Like, you won't you make double the money selling books and creating movies? She could write those books later. Yeah, she's not I old. She's really not old. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. She could write the book versions later, but then yeah. like she can make these movies. I'm telling you, this is all a plot to get the that new play as a movie with Daniel Radcliffe and all the rest back. Mm-hmm. Correct age to have mm-hmm. children, so mm-hmm. we can make like Harry Potter nine, and I'll be completely okay with this plan. Yeah, I, I would definitely. I, I would watch that. Rocky, yeah. I see, I see what they're doing. My eyes, they are open. I can see mm-hmm. rocks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm all about this Doctor Who movie that they that they're ranking now. Like that's all that movie was. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was like. Magic Doctor Who. She's British. I know you've seen Doctor Who, J.K. <laughs> Rowling, and like you like like you like Doctor Who, and that movie was like it's like he has a box that is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. He has companions. He yeah. like he tries to fix things. He doesn't like yeah. violence. He protects things. It's fucking Doctor Who, and it's yep. amazing, and it's all magical and shit. And then I I like give me all the movies. I don't even know when the next movie's supposed to come out. I don't, I don't even know. I honestly don't even know. I'm surprised it don't come out like one a year like Star Wars yet. I mean, why, why don't you just got these people just, just working like Lord of the Rings. Just yeah. bang this shit out and just... I don't even want yeah. breaks. I don't want breaks. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing that's surprising to me is like with all these movies that you know are going to be trilogies or five-parters five or whatever, <laughs> why, like, why don't you film that all at once? Like... I know that what Lord of the Rings did was, like, super surprising, but I also just feel like, I don't know, I wonder if it's because people don't want to commit, like, two years of their lives, you know? I think that's the reason, I think, you know, like, like all the actors in it, like, uh, shoot, Brother May, you know, he's, he has ability to do so much, it's like, I can't really sign off for, like, two, like, two years straight, because I gotta go make yeah. This and then knowing him was like I gotta go do a play and then like I gotta right. go be like on this BBC show that's like because you know BBC shows be like four hours and shit and then right. like that's a whole season so he might do that and he be like how do y'all have all this time to work like how yeah do y'all got so much shit out and like who else and like well Johnny Depp got he got shit to do like whatever yeah who okay. cares like he need to fix his shit so like Johnny Depp needs to pay his Johnny Depp needs to pay his divorce settlement. That's what his ass needs to do. Johnny Depp might low key needs to go to jail for six months, but right. you know I ain't giving him no pass. I'm like, yo, Nate, 
Nate Parker ain't get no passes. I'm fault to be on some like no one gets a pass. More <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you are. <laughs> oh <laughs> what? Oh what? Like yo, Amber Heard yeah. caught some some abuse. I ain't forgiving Johnny Depp. Damn a twenty one Jump Street. Mm-hmm. I uh I saw a um I saw an on demand commercial for uh Birth of a Nation yesterday. So I do feel like they are, even though it didn't do well in theaters, I think they're gonna try to push it well, like got, on streaming. He got image he got in, in uh NC and double A C P image award nominations. So Yeah. And he Did got he a director. Said, he got like a yeah. director's guild not like so like Yeah. Because actually I get why the directors get like for real talk, like y'all didn't gave some some terrible people awards. Like Polanski mm-hmm. raped a little girl. You I know y'all didn't gave him awards since then. Mm-hmm. Right? Woody Allen, y- y'all yeah, there's too many people like they can't they know they can't be that hypocritical. And like as a first film to me, I think as a first film it's pretty that's a really good first film. I've seen some terrible first films. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, Birth of a Nation is a pretty good first film. Yeah, it changed some facts, but it, to me, it's a movie. Like, I don't, I don't go to movies to see reality. Like, come on, we were just talking about Patriots Day. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's character don't—that's not a person. Yeah, they made it up. Yeah, they have a good yeah. fight in it. And me and John was like, I don't think it, like he was like this didn't happen because it was like crazy, like warlike. I'm like. Yeah, there was a shootout, but it wasn't like throwing bombs at cars and shit. Like, right? Like fucking there, when was the shoot? Like, wasn't the shootout like when they were on the boat? Mm-hmm. They right? changed it all. Like they changed it. But oh, really? It's like, like, like you get the the thing is nobody's gonna know because most people don't. Well, I'm not saying nobody, but like a lot of people don't really like remember the news. Like I was sitting there, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, I was telling y'all, like, okay, so this is gonna happen. That's because it's like I remember the news. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. watched the news. I was like, oh yeah, this is where that happens. And it's like, and I was like, like, it looks like it's good for a movie, but I'm like, oh, like that, that shit is kind of wild. But uh, but yeah, so like going back to Birth of a Nation, I'm like it may change some facts, but there were certain points that he was trying to make. And yeah, yeah the woman died, and I understand. I I understand to a point. I'm just saying like. There's some motherfuckers who get in the wars right now, like, yeah. you know, Manchester by the Sea, fam, like, like, I don't just let that go just because they settled, like, yeah, nah. Well, and the thing that, like, the thing that frustrated me is, like, Casey Affleck's playing the game. Like, anybody, here's the thing, I feel like anybody who is getting nominated for awards, like, in this day and age is playing the game. Unlike, sometimes you see people that totally come out of left field and are shocking like last year when Tom Hardy got the best supporting actor nomination at the Oscars for The Revenant that was that was mind blowing because he didn't do anything like he didn't do any campaigning but all these people are low key like people are throwing them parties other celebrities are throwing them like screenings like there's all this stuff going on so my frustration was when Casey Affleck wins the Golden Globe and gets up there and talks about like how weird it is to win like it's not weird because you've been building toward this for months so like yeah, that's like what Matt Damon that's what, is doing he's making phone calls it's like this is shit right. that's been reported like your your right. play big bro is helping you out cause your big right. bro has to right. actually go do his shit for his movies and talk about right. Batman all day like right. come on yes. like what do you that's, mean you surprised like fuck you man like 
Yeah, that's what frustrates me, too, is that it's like, you know what, like, do whatever you want, like, duck the questions, like, any of that shit, but don't also then pretend to be surprised when you win an award. It's the same shit that Taylor Swift would do that would drive me insane. Is it's like, A, no. you did the work, and B, like, you tried to get the award, so why are you surprised no, when you I'll actually get it? Taylor Swift and her talk, I know. making her speech was like, don't let anybody say they made your success. Bitch, he called you. He told yeah. you everything, and Kim yeah. K put you on blast, and you know yeah. the shit you did to Katy Perry, and all them other ex-homies you have, and all the well, shit yeah. you did to all your exes, and made all those yeah. fucking albums about them. Fuck, fuck Taylor Swift, man. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> fucking Regina George-ass chick, goddamn. Well, yeah, Ooh. so that's the thing, is it's like, don't, like, don't pretend that you're not part of the narrative when you're still using the narrative. It's like, in that award acceptance speech, she had no reason to bring up Kanye West. I don't even like Kanye West, but, like, she had no reason to bring him up. But to, like, throw some shade, like, you know what, Kim Kardashian had the receipts. Like, she had the receipts. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, yeah, yeah, fuck that. It made me like Kim Kardashian a lot more than before. I was like, that's right, ain't her ass out on Snapchat. Do yeah. that shit. Yeah. It made me, well that's the thing too, is that like, I think they're all terrible people, like don't get me wrong, but it at least made me respect the ability to have the foresight to keep that conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like that was like, okay, you're planning just as much as Taylor Swift is. Like that's the thing, like all these people are planning their next steps, like they're ambitious, they're competitive, they're cutthroat, they're assholes. So like... If you can show the work, then I respect that. I always just get irritated when people pretend that they aren't doing the work. Like, you're doing the work. Just be proud of the fact that you did the work. So, that always irritates me. But, yeah, man, 2017. Got a lot of stuff to look forward to. Yeah, we'll Got a lot of good movies. We'll see. Is yeah. there anything else that you wanted to talk about for 2016? Or anything else you wanted to go over? No, I think that's it. I think maybe you got a okay. good overview and I've got a lot of good dialogue about things and I actually got to yell about Taylor Swift for three, 30 seconds yeah yeah so you might want to lead with that <laughs> <laughs> no but anyway, I'm basically like fuck Taylor Swift and the Swifties yeah yeah, yeah for real I just it's just exhausting to me but um it'll be what I personally feel like will be interesting is I love Selena Gomez dating the weekend because there's like because the Hadid sisters are like in the middle and I just it's yes. just funny to me. Yes. It's just funny to me. Good, you know. Good job. Good job. Uh, good job. The weekend, like yeah, for real. Good job, Abel. Abel yeah. testifying. Yeah. Like, will he not have beast with Justin Bieber? I, you know, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you? Like, I, I would know. think. I don't know. I would think that that would happen, but, but it's very fire music. So it's like, ooh, let's see what happens. Yeah, it's hilarious. Also, we never talked about Jackie. Did you have any thoughts on Jackie? Did you like it even? Great performance, hella boring. Yeah, okay. That's I what I thought. I never watched that movie again. Okay, never. yeah. That's kind of what I thought. She's, yeah. she's, she's going to win, I'm guessing. Like, whatever. You know what? Real talk, if Emma Stone beats her, I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Interesting. Because that movie is that boring. It's that boring. I yeah. Guess. Like, when yeah, movies I, made just around a performance and, like, the actual story of the movie isn't that interesting. Mm -hmm. Or it's not constructed to be interesting enough. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead and give it, give, it to the, give it to the redhead that's really naturally blonde, but everybody knows she's a redhead now. So, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, uh, some, yeah. whatever Sky Full of Stars, whatever their song is, whatever Full of Stars, 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, did you, uh, did you know that Diego Luna, my boo, is dating Bradley Cooper's ex-girlfriend, Suki Waterhouse? No, because I don't know who Suki Waterhouse is. She's like some, she's like a random British model who turned into an actress, but her and Diego Luna, Diego Luna worked together on that movie, okay, so you know A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, that was like the Iranian, like, vampire western? Yeah. So the girl that made that is making this other movie called The Bad Batch, which has, like, Jason Momoa and Diego Luna and Keanu Reeves, and it's about, like, I think it's about, like, vampire cannibals. It's, like, super weird. Um, that and that's coming out. any sense, but okay. Yeah, and that's coming out this year. And so Diego Luna and Suki Waterhouse worked together. Really, my only, the only reason I even bring this up is that I like that Diego Luna is now famous enough that people care about who he's dating. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, like yeah. I like, like I like that Rogue One has made him enough of a name that people now talk about that. Yeah, when, you, when you're in a movie that makes a billion dollars, people gonna care. Yeah, like, like, yeah. But do you think that he calls a uh, Gael and is like, "Hey, guess who I just got?" Dude, dude, I, hope so. <laughs> I hope so. And they just they just talk they just talk like like gossiping yeah. school children. Great. Like I hope uh, that's, oh, uh, that's, <laughs> that is kind <laughs> of what I want their relationship to be. All in Spanish, <laughs> like real talk. I expect their life to actually kind of be like a Pedro Almodovar film. Yeah, that we've never got to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. That would literally be amazing. Wait, I think he has a film that comes out this year. I want to see Pedro really? Almodovar movie. That's what I care about. Mm, I didn't know that he had one coming out. I saw like a, a post about he got like some new, like a new film or something. I'm like, well, I need to see that. Right, that's on my list. Like, <laughs> like yep, that's what when you. Everybody's gonna go see whatever Marvel, like Guardians of the Galaxy two. I'm like, give me Almodovar. Mm-hmm. Give me Spanish mm-hmm. people and extreme situations yep. of feelings. Yes, yeah. like, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Alright, man. All right. Well, it was good talking with you. Talk to you. I guess I'll see you sometime soon. Not yeah, Triple X. No, because that's a Georgetown. I'm not I'm not doing that. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. sometime soon. Some some big budget movie will come out. Or some, it'll yeah. Be it. That'll be at uh, Silver Spring. I could see, like, it might be John Wick, too, because that's in February. That's but, yeah, I'll soon. let you know. But um, also, do you have to see A Dog's Purpose? Yeah, I think I do. It's not that. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Is it actually? It's it's cute. It's super cute. When did you see it? I saw it like last week. They had like a screening. Oh, okay. A then maybe of, we're not seeing yeah, it. Yeah, a friend was like, you want to go see this? And I was like, all right. Like, I'll go. And okay. I was like, this movie's probably going to be whack. But I was like, yo, it's mad cute. It has, it has my, it's a, um, I can't think of his name right now. Quaid? Yeah, his mom did a yeah. Quaid in it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, and, um. Shoot that Latin that Latin actor who played the bad guy in uh, Fast and Furious Four. Who's like mm, okay? He can yeah, play I know like, who you're talking like about. Anybody like he's in it. He's he actually gives like a performance like kind of like too good for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like is it dog? Like is it Christian? No, it's li- no actually because I feel like the commercials have been trying to say that it's real Christian. No, because the dog reincarnates over and over again, so it's hella mm-hmm. Buddhist. It's okay, hella Buddhist. So hella Buddhist. Like, okay. I'm I'll like, keep that in mind. Like, yo, is this a, like, 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 the dog knows who he is, but it keeps getting reborn because you know a dog. Let's not live as long as a human, but like, yeah. I was sitting there like, yo, reincarnation is strong in this movie. Like, like this is this is like 
like this. I hope they don't promote this as a Christian movie because there's no tennis of Christianity in this movie. At all. <laughs> I feel like they've they've kind of been promoting it in that way that Christian movies promote themselves, where like it's all about like family, and so you don't know that it's actually Christian until you like look it up on the internet. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's about better because it's about a dog, and a dog loves a boy. A dog loves a boy forever. Okay. Like, so if you love dogs... Okay, I'm good with that. And the cuteness, and the people like, oh my god, oh, I can't wait to have a puppy. Like, it's and, like, mm-hmm. that shit in spades. Okay, like, I'm alright with that. It can make you mad, like... Hi. Okay. Yeah, it's a, okay. It has one thing I'm I had a problem with, but... But yeah, it had, it had that reincarnation in place. Okay. Then I got my okay. Quaid, I was like, oh, that's my man, though. And I was sad that's funny. Like okay, that's funny. Yeah, I'll take a. I gotta. I think I have to see it. Like, I could see it or not see it. So if I Got another review. Um, this one is for Logan. Um, I know sometimes people listen to me says that, like you know I have my things where sometimes I kind of stop seeing superhero movies and you know I got my issues with Marvel and that's true. But um, I rocks with Fox as long as they keep X Men away, pure pettiness, you know. But also, kind of sad to see my man Hugh Jackman leave Wolverine because to me he's just actually starting to look like Wolverine. He just kind of just started around the Wolverine in Days of Future Past actually looking like Wolverine. It, it took a long time. But, you know, hey, 17 years, man. It's a long time being Wolverine on movies. Um, So... Some may know, some may not. Logan is kind of based off of a comic book story written by Mark Miller and drawn, written by Mark Miller and drawn by Steve McNiven called Old Man Logan. And the original comic is like an alternate future where like the bad guys won and the country's divided up in different parts and 
Wolverine don't do no violence no more. He has a family. He lives out there. And in that comic, Hawkeye, who's all messed up, or like I think he's kind of like blind or something. He's old. He's like, yo, Wolverine, I need your help to get this thing from this part of the country all the way to the other side in the Red Skull section, which is in like in the Northeast. And it basically, it's like, what if you took Wolverine and stuck him in Unforgiving and Easy Rider? Basically, it. There's a Venom T Rex Tyrannosaurus Rex. Spider Man has a black daughter. She's kind of a bad guy. Um. They made the Hulk into a bunch of hillbillies. They has a bunch of inbred children because, see, and this is the part I like. They had like Bruce because he couldn't he couldn't have sex with anybody. He like raped his cousin, She Hulk. And shit like that. I was like, that's really unnecessary. But you know, it's Mark Miller. What do you expect? Now that I gave you a recap about that old story. Um, the only thing they really take from that story is that it's in the future. Wolverine is old. Um, essentially, uh, we're at a point where there's no more mutant birds. There's only a few mutants left. Um, Professor X is like 90. Wolverine and Caliban keep him in Mexico and like an old barn or something. A metal joint to like block his telepathy because he has a degenerative brain disorder. So he either has dementia. Or Alzheimer's or something that causes him see that gives him seizures, and when Professor X gets seizures, it yo it fucks everything up for like miles. You know what I'm saying? Like people get fucked up. Um, so Wolverine is trying to save some money up, cause then he gonna get a boat. He gonna get a boat, and he gonna take his little crew, and they gonna go out to the sea. And just be away from everybody. So they got my man Wolverine Logan. Is an Uber driver. But you know he like an Uber black driver though. So yeah, I, I should, yeah I should probably say it right early. This, this, this is gonna be spoilers in this. I ain't gonna get too deep, but this is like the beginning. He he like an Uber black driver. It, you know that's how he making his paper. And then you know he got his little connect. He gets some some medicine, Professor X from his connect at the hospital. And they got to deal with all that. Um, out of the blue, some Mexican lady try to get talk, find out, figure out who he is. Try to talk to him. He's like, "Leave me alone." She's being chased. Donald Pierce is like, "Yo, if a Mexican lady come up to you, you need to call me." Yo, I, I gotta get this. My man sounded like. Doc Holliday Tombstone. And Wolverine got on time for this. Stuff happened. She offered this Wolverine money. He's like, where I get this boat? And he's like, yo, I'm coming back in the morning. I'm gonna pick y'all, pick you and this little girl up. He get back. Stuff gone bad. He can't find a little girl. He go back home. He's like, stuff is bad. 
I got to get the PX the Caliban out of here. Next minute, you know, little girl is dead. He's like, how you get here? Fast sex is like, fam, this is what I've been talking about. This is the person I've been talking about. Wolverine's like, man, old man, you were bugging. Stop tripping. We got to get this little girl out of here. This ain't, this, we got to go. We got to leave her. We got to go. Because, oh, evil Doc Holliday's coming after me. And, because this little girl, and we got to go. They get there. You seen in the commercials, maybe. Little girl pop out some claws. Start going full-blown savage. Wolverine's blown. Fessex, see, like I told you. I told you. I told you. And it's just a, it's just a bad day. And he's like, Wolverine's got to take the little girl because it's like he instantly gets it figured out. It's like, I had a kid that I didn't even goddamn know. This fucking sucks. I was just trying to get me a boat. Faster X is kind of giddy because there's like another young mutant there he can teach. And the adventure goes on from there. Other things to know about this movie, Wolverine's fucked up. He's old. Uh, he's adamantium poisoning and slowing down his healing factor. If you actually read any significant amount of X-Men comics, you do know that adamantium poisoning is a factor depending on the Wolverine stories you read, especially when he gets into the future. So yeah, so that's tied in. Real talk. People could take this as it is. This is real this is actually one of the best comic book superhero genre movies since The Dark Knight. Like, I, I like Deadpool because it's funny, it makes fun of the genre. I also think it's pretty up there. But in terms of what this film is doing and the story. It's paced. It's clearly referencing westerns, much like how the original story, what like references, references like Unforgiven a lot. This references a lot of John Wayne era ones, but it's also references a particular movie that's actually in the movie is Shane. So it's it's in there heavy, but it also deals with the like. It's like a good sci-fi movie. It deals with like it's it's topical, and it's topical because it's crazy. Because knowing the state that the world that America's in right now, it's amazing on how close it feels like it's talking about right now. And it was made a while ago. You know, going by how films are made, um, you essentially have a my you have a minority in a country where they where they legit try to get where they was getting like their main focus was getting rid of the said minority. There's a few left. He has to take his daughter, get her across the border so that she can have another life because he tried to get to Canada. Get her to Canada, she can be safe. That's the goal. People are hunting her down She's in Mexico. Yeah, look, another spoiler. Some people thought she was a white girl. It's like, how did you change her from... I know she was Asian in some versions. And she's really white most of the time in comics now. And this, she's... Yo, Wolverine, like, X-23 is Mexican. So, he's got to take his Mexican daughter. Got to get her from Mexico. Through America. 
to Canada to be safe because you can't just go back and forth. All the, there's, there's other young mutants in here. They're all people of color. Professor X ain't got no damn health care. Cause he got the medicine. Like Wolverine's fucked up. He ain't got no health care. He can't he can't get fixed up. Uh real talk, all most of all the bad guys are white dudes. And like rough and tumble, gritty looking southern white boy white dudes. Like people might take a fist to it, they might feel some type of way. But man, like there's there's also like there's a lot of body horror in this. There's a lot of like corporations using going from one country to the other to get away from like regulations and human rights issues and oh it's it's crazy. I was sitting there, I was in shock because I didn't expect this out of a movie about Wolverine, but clearly uh, James Manigold. Had something to say. And he had something to say with Wolverine. With Hugh Jackman. To make this last story. Of Wolverine. Might be low key the best last story of Wolverine. Cause there's no. In this movie there's no like. Oh man Wolverine can make it out of this. It is Hugh Jackman's. Well it's a superhero so he can still come back. But yo he. They made a finale. Um, but that was I was really surprised with that they were able to use this character to I guess tell this type of story in this type of way to deal with some of these issues and it did it exceedingly well has a, has a lot of it's, it's super violent so if you can't handle blood and guts and like Wolverine is, is like he cutting people up with them claws um, he get he get fucked up with the claws. It's, it earns his heart. It's hard R rating. Not any real sex in this. Everybody old and his kids. It's just violence. It's just hella violence and cursing, cursing and violence. But it's not gratuitous. And it doesn't feel out of place. So it's not violence for violence' sake because it looks cool and it may look cool because you have freaking people with claws coming out of their hands. But Yo, Wolverine feels every violent act he has to do. And he has a lesson. Like, he, he he's trying to pass on a lesson to this little girl. And it's just dumb dope. So, you take my advice. You take my review. However you want to take it. But it's a good movie. Damn good film. It actually has something to say actually had great themes it's actually really kind of not really even superhero film it just feels like a future sci-fi dystopia film it just happens to have a character we just know as a superhero um a lot of a lot of jokes at the whole meta thing about the comic book because wolverine is picking up comic books with him in it and he's like yo this is all bullshit like this is not how any of this shit happens and the way the movie works it does feel like that way. It's like, oh yeah, it doesn't even feel at times like this is the same world that we've seen him in. Like, like X Men Two doesn't even make sense with this movie because it's like, you was really dressing up in leather suits doing this, because this don't feel like the same world. 
but you know dystopian future and all um yeah that's all i can say you know i would get that joint four and a half stars um for a year it's probably be the only real superhero film I, well i can't say that i'm gonna see that wonder woman and i'm gonna sit through that just the just for a little hopes and prayers for a little touch of, of some more fourth world because that's the only reason i'm real sick of sticking around for this like i don't think it's even gonna be great i'm just just hoping for a C. I'm just hoping for C. But Logan, that joint is a, that joint is an A. That joint is a, a definitive A. We got a good late February, early March for movies. And with that, double disagree. There's a man going around taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. The hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. Will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around? Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers, 100 million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come